Hello, and welcome to Live Well with Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here because today's episode is going to get you to the core. It's going to make you feel uncomfortable, and that's exactly what I want. Today, we're talking about emotional eating. Raise your hand if you've had this experience in the past. Raise your hand if this is something that you combat on a daily lived life and you don't know how to get the fuck out of it. You're stuck and this is the reason why you still have that 20, 30, 40 pounds hanging on and you still make a choice every single night and you're beating yourself up. You are calling yourself names. You're stating that you're never going to be able to change this behavior. Well, listen up, friend. This is some of the coaching that I do inside of Live Well with Jacqueline. I like to do these episodes because it gives you a little behind the scenes of why my coaching with my clients is successful for the people who want to do the deeper work. This episode is not for the person who is thinking, I'm just not ready. I don't want to unpack that. I don't want to feel my feelings. I just want to mask them. I want to mask them with a behavior that's not serving me because right now I like to feel numb than feel my feelings. If that's you, please turn this one off. I mean it. Because when you're ready, I want you to come back to this and say, okay, Jacqueline, I'm actually ready to start to feel a little uncomfortable. And that is going to suck, but it feels better than hanging on to this extra weight. So let's dive in. What is emotional eating? Emotional eating is turning to food for comfort during a time that you're feeling a particular emotion. This is a normal human behavior, but at the same time, a lot of times it does not serve a person. However, you've now created this pathway. You've created this habit. You've created this response to an emotion. You say, oh, I'm feeling this way, so therefore I'm going to turn to food to comfort me. But here's the thing. I'd be willing to bet you don't feel all that great after you do this behavior. I've not met a single client who said to me, Jacqueline, I felt so sad last night and I ate an entire cake and now I feel better. Maybe you do for a half a minute after you eat that because the serotonin flood comes on in. But then I'd be willing to bet there's a lot of negative self-talk that happens after that behavior. A lot of resentment that occurs. Sometimes you go super strict afterwards. You're like, you know what? I'm getting all the triggers out of my house. Goodbye, sugar. Goodbye, alcohol. I'm no longer going out with friends. Um, and then we go so far the other way that we don't know how to strike the balance. So let's figure out why we're doing these things. Well, here's my opinion. We don't like to feel our feelings. We don't. We don't like to feel them because they are uncomfortable. And people don't like feeling uncomfortable. You don't want to feel 
awkward or you don't want to feel upset. You don't want to feel that icky pit in your stomach. You don't want to feel those shivers that it brings up your spine or that kind of slick, wet feeling in your chest when it tightens. See what I just did there? I, I took that emotion and I gave it a physical acknowledgement. That's the first key in recognizing your emotions and connecting it to your emotional eating. We have to recognize that I'm doing this behavior and now I have to name the emotion. And I like to take it a step further with taking naming that emotion and then pinning it to a feeling in my physical body. Let's do an example. I feel bored. I'm sharing this with you because this is often the one that I connect to the most. I feel boredom. And so therefore, I'm going to have a glass of wine because that's going to bring me fun. That's a story I've told myself in my mind, although that's not really what's actually going to happen now, is it? If I choose that glass of wine, if I choose that extra snack, if I choose that to buffer against the feeling of feeling bored, I'm just delaying the inevitable because I'm still going to feel bored. Now I've added a layer of complexity on top because I've responded with a choice that I probably never really wanted in the first place, but I didn't know what else to do because that's my typical coping mechanism. And so now I've just reinforced that pathway. Think about that. If I work to change my boredom response to something like, okay, uh, I'm feeling bored. What does that feel like in my body? That feels like my brain's not doing the work it needs to be doing. It feels like I'm not contributing to society. It feels I have these projects looming over my head and I just don't want to tackle them. And then inside my body, I'm like, oh, I don't know. My stomach feels a little uncomfortable because I know that I should be doing more, but I'm not doing it yet. I know that I have this big project and so that feels constrictive in my chest because I'm hitting a bump on it and I just don't know how to get past. That's right. I'm truly giving you an example of things that I experience so you can be thinking about how is this relatable for me? So now instead of choosing a glass of wine, maybe I choose to do a project that isn't actually the big project I want to do, perhaps, because guess what? It's five o'clock at night. My tiger time, aka my time where I'm most productive, is from like 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. That's it. I may choose a different project. And this is how we're going to start to get out of this behavior. I may choose to organize a drawer in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. I may choose to cross-stitch. That's something that's like been on my list for this response for so long. Have I done it? No. Would I like to do it? Yes. Why am I not doing that? Great question. So let's bring it back. First of all, we need to feel our feelings. And how do we start by doing that? We have to name them. When clients come to me with this problem, because many of them do, the ones who are willing 
to do the deeper work. The ones who aren't bullshitting me and saying, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then they're still not making progress and they're spinning their wheels. The people who are saying, you know what? I feel really fucking uncomfortable because this happened with my sister this weekend. We got in a fight. And instead of me turning to the Oreos, I turned to the gym, right? Because she felt anger. And that anger manifested in her stomach and it felt like a clenched fist. Maybe it was in her throat and it felt like an explosion of fireworks. This is what we do. We name the emotion anger and then we connect it to the feeling in our body. Here's the secret fucking sauce that nobody tells you about. That emotion has a wave. I want you to think of it as the motion in the ocean. Yes, that might be cheesy, but give it, give it a second here. That emotion is going to take 90 seconds to wave through your body. Nine, zero. That's a minute and a half. You, my friend, can do anything for 90 seconds. I want you to sit in that emotion. Let that wave of emotion wash over you. You've heard the term, sit in the discomfort. That's exactly what this is. Here's the best part. The best part is it ends. It does. It might come back again, but that wave, that wave of wanting to, when it peaks, right? Because that's what waves do. That's the peak where you run off to get the wine, you run off to get the Oreos, you run off to get the cheese doodles, whatever it is. But instead... That wave then crashes and that trough comes down and then it settles and it evens out. That's the 90 seconds. When you weave through that and allow it to feel and allow it to happen and wash over you, all of a sudden you realize, I've survived all the emotions that I've experienced. Huh. And guess what? You just got empowered. You got empowered with evidence that you can now show up and feel an emotion and you can ride the wave of that emotion and still survive. Cue the song, I'm a survivor. Come on, Beyonce. (laughs) But truly, that is the first step. It's like step 1A and 1B. Name the emotion. Now feel the emotion. Okay. You're now like Jacqueline. I felt the emotion that was really fucking uncomfortable. Uh, I named it. It was like my balls were about to shit my pants. Uh, but guess what? I didn't poop my pants and that icky ice cold feeling left. Now what? (laughs) That's one. That's like when I feel like when I feel anxious, that's my feeling, by the way, I feel like my pants are going to drop out. Um, The next one is now we've named the emotion. What is your new response that you're going to do instead of turning to food? This is actually the fun part. But oftentimes what people will do is they will skip to this part before naming the emotion and feeling it. They'll read online a blog article. Oh, you're feeling anxious? Go pet a dog. I'm going to tell you to do that, by the way. Man, puppy snuggles, I'll tell you something. Game changer for yours truly. Why do you think I have three dogs? (laughs) 
because Frenchies are like potato chips. You can never have just one. But truthfully, when I talk about taking puppy snugs, that's a, that's a, I'm going to pull back the curtain on that. That's me saying Jacqueline feels anxious. I'm feeling overwhelmed. My heart starts to race. I'm feeling a little constriction in my throat. I need to sit the fuck down on the couch and hold my dog or pet my dog or walk my dog or train my dog. Yeah. So people ask me a lot of times, how are you combating your anxiety? Because people know I've been always honest about this. Um, I've dealt with depression, anxiety in the past. I absolutely know for a fact that my breast implants were exacerbating that symptom. 1000% they were. So glad I got them out. Way better on that front. But I still have the tools in my toolbox to respond to the anxiety with this now behavior instead of choosing the Oreos, the wine, the cheesy poofs, whatever. Okay? Fine. You're like, Jacqueline, I'm not anxious. Okay. Give me another emotion. Uh, You want one? How about anger? How about loneliness? What about sadness? How about the big overarching one of, I'm just stressed. Hey, uh, I'm feeling stressed with work, so let's go to happy hour. Gonna have two glasses of wine to just numb it down. Come on, kids. You've seen that you've done it. Have you ever heard of the feelings wheel? This is a Mel Robbins thing, right? This is a lot of other coaches' things. But the feelings wheel can really help you narrow it down to name the feeling and the emotion that's attached to it. I send that link to a lot of my clients so I can have them start to label it instead of just the either people will just go very general. I feel stressed or I feel anxious or anxiety. I have anxiety. Well, okay, but you need to dig it deeper. And when we start to do that and get really crystal clear on the feeling and the emotion, that's when we can give it a new response. So if we're feeling lonely, I want you to phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we have that when we were doing that um, TV show back in the 90s? We were like voting a friend for the answer. Truthfully, though, I set up phone dates all throughout my week. Why do you think I do that? First of all, I need to be connected to other humans. Really important. We learned this during COVID. But as a woman who's in her mid-40s living in Cape Cod, who moved here during a pandemic, who does not have children, who does not have family out here, it's critical for me to stay connected. Why do I have a walk and talk on Tuesday mornings? Why am I setting up a phone call with my bestie and we literally plan it and then we punch it in and we say, who's calling who? And this is what we're doing. Why do I have a Marco Polo going back with another friend who lives in Pennsylvania? I want to stay connected and it gets me out of my own way so I don't feel lonely. And so I don't replace that loneliness with a behavior or an activity that I don't desire because it's not in alignment with my goals. What about sadness? That's a tough one. But guess what? We can still feel that. We should feel that sadness. I want you to, if you want to know the biggest wave on the planet, to me, sadness is one of the biggest waves. 
And sometimes it's a rolling wave and it keeps coming up and it goes down. It comes up and it goes down. I was taught as a kid not to really feel my emotions. And I was... Um, you're crying? What do you have to cry about? I'll give you something to cry about. So, as a defense mechanism, I became very cold. And very kind of superficial. And as an adult, I've had girlfriends who are like, I need you to give me more of you. And I'm like, mm, no, no thank you. But again, back around, you know, two, uh, a, I don't know, four years ago when I really had, I told you guys this, I had a Reiki session, opened up my throat chakra, and like the shit came flying out. Literally, it allowed me to start speaking my truth. And when I could start speaking my truth, naming my emotions connecting to them, feeling them, sharing them with other friends to allow for deeper, more meaningful relationships. That's when I started to change the behavior. That's it. You guys know this. I've been able to keep my weight off for four years now. Why? Because I did this deep work. I named the emotions. I stopped responding with behaviors that weren't helping me. Like, drinking too much. Sometimes that still happens. Guess what? Then I do a reality check and I have a wrap up mindset of, okay, we did that. That is okay. Did you see that by the way? This is the last point I'm going to leave you with. Most people who are stuck in the cycle, they're berating themselves all the time. Oh, I told you, you know what you loser? You can never fucking change. You always respond this way. You're always going to be stuck here. See? You don't have what it takes. Oh, you did it again. You swore you weren't going to do this again. Why did you choose that? I can't believe you. You know what? Forget it. Like, you're not even worth trying again. I guess you're just going to be stuck here. Good luck to you. Those are the kind of words I used to say to myself. Negative self-talk. This beating up of, oh, you know what? You're never going to make it. Here you are again. Told you. You don't have the willpower. You can't do it. That never works. Ever. That kind of coaching. You're, you're your biggest self-coach, by the way. You are your biggest coach. Sure, you can hire me. You can hire somebody else. And I'm going to be right alongside you. But you're the one who has to live with you 24-7. You're the one who, when you talk to yourself in a more loving, respectful manner who gets curious as to why you're making that choice, you're the one who's going to have the power to change. So when I started changing how I talked to myself and I got curious about why I was doing the behavior, that's when things shifted. Oh, wow. I overate last night. I and got specific. Oh, you know what? I had four four Oreos and um, a couple graham crackers, and you know I had two glasses of wine. That was not part of my plan. That is okay that I did that, but let's understand why I did it. You know what? I was bored. Um, you know, Jonathan was gone for work, and the dogs had already been fed, and it was the end of the day, and I'd given a lot to my patients, and I had done all of my work, and there was nothing else for me to do, so I just, like, ate, and I pantry surfed. Hello? That is also me. I'm giving you, like, the, 
You want to talk about being freaking vulnerable, you guys? This is the shit that's happened for me. But I share it with you because, like I said, it happened for me, not to me. I'm no longer a victim of this emotional eating situation. I now have the power because I've learned how to create tools to respond. So, to recap, we first need to feel the emotion and it's going to feel uncomfortable and that is okay because you've survived all the emotions that you've felt up until this day. So I know you can do it. You need to name that emotion. Anger, boredom, loneliness, anxiety, stress. And then you need to ride the wave of that emotion, which lasts 90 seconds. I want you to tell me how it feels in your physical body. Is that throat feeling tight? Is that chest really starting to beat so hard that you can't catch your breath? You feel like you're going to shit your pants? Do you have that ice cold pit in your stomach and somebody's kind of twisted a knife? Get really clear and it's so uncomfortable. But when you feel that and name it, then you can recognize it when it shows up. Instead of just buffering or responding with the past behavior. That leads me to the last thing. We're now going to create new behavior pathways. It is pet the dog when we're feeling anxious. It is calling my girlfriend when I feel bored or sending a Marco Polo or a text message or a voice note. It's getting out the freaking cross stitching when I'm feeling bored. What is it for you? If you are willing to get uncomfortable, to get comfortable in your clothes, shopping your closet, feeling good in your body, creating the most confident body because now you're making confident choices on the way to your best self, this is what you do. I promise it's going to unlock everything and I don't make many promises, but I will tell you, when you get really honest with yourself, and you stop reaching for food or drink to dull an emotion and you actually start to feel things are going to move in the direction you want them to. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with somebody. I would love for you to actually share this one on Instagram in your stories. I'm going to be so specific in this ask because so many people need to hear this one and I gave you so many tangibles on what to do and how to feel it. I love giving you guys free content in here. By the way, if you want more free content, you need to go download my freebie. You guys know I love a sassy sauce. So I give you my free meal prep guide. I talk to you about my 222 method that I share with my clients inside the coaching of Live Well with Jacqueline. And then I give you three free sassy sauce recipes. So you can go to the link in my bio on my Instagram page and you can download that. As always, thank you for tuning in to the Live Well with Jacqueline podcast. Have a great day.